0: Uh, We've had the various wage negotiation sessions that started last year, November already, in which, uh, as PSA, we've tabled our list of demands. It was quite a comprehensive list of demands, not just uh, for, for monetary values but also some uh, demands which was merely just uh, improving the conditions of service and, and making policy amendments. Unfortunately during about three wage negotiation sessions uh, there was little to no movement on most of the items and then including also the monetary items which was the, um, the salary increase, the term of the increase and then also a token of appreciation that we requested together with a uh, pay progression increase for members. Uh, the union was then left with no alternative option but to refer a dispute to the CCMA. Uh, after mediation sessions, it became clear that the CCMA will not be able to, to uh, um, you know, uh, facilitate a, a a settlement agreement. And unfortunately, picketing rules was determined by the CCMA, and the unions is now busy to... Uh, Finalise our processes to embark on strike action in coming next week. Mm-hmm.
1: So, so when exactly then are you planning to strike at SARS next week? And and which of their offices will you be targeting? And how long will this last?
0: Um, it's it's not possible to really determine how long it will last. But we are starting on the 23rd and the 24th of May with pickets across all nine provinces. We've identified some of the major SARS uh, uh, buildings, um, although they don't uh, own most buildings, they are, you know, there's landlords there and we've requested the various municipalities for approval and we've obtained approval for most of the provinces. Uh, on the 25th and the 26th, we will then embark on strike action and marches also in the various provinces. Um, but those offices where they cannot attend the marches, it will be a total shutdown, including the border posts and including uh, like Owatambo and Cape Town International Airport.
1: What impact do you think this strike will have on SARS?
0: Well, if you look specifically at the border post, if our customs officials are not working, the border post will come to a complete standstill. Um, contact centre, anybody that's phoning the contact centre to try and resolve any issue to obtain feedback on a a refund that must be paid or a refund that must be processed, uh, auditing uh, the revision that must you know, finalise the the uh, refund payments none of that will happen so our citizens will not be able to receive any refunds during our striking period and then as i've indicated at the border posts nobody will be able to be processed through so that will be a complete standstill
1: so this could be massive now the unions has complained about the manner in which sars officials are conducting themselves in the wage negotiations what would you like to see come out of these negotiations if any if they do come back to the table
0: Yes, if the employer do come back to the table, we would have uh, at least hoped that, you know, those non-monetary items that we have tabled would have been discussed in a little bit more detail. Um, to give you an example, for some time, SAS have been saying that they need to change their pay philosophy to uh, reward people that are actually high performers and not just to afford an across-the-board increase to everybody. Now, one of the demands that the unions have tabled was a pay progression which we are saying that you know, anybody that's performing above average status or above uh, your required targets, that you must be rewarded an additional salary increase. This is not too far from what SASA's philosophy is yet. They were not willing to engage in this principle. Now, it's also ironic that when the organization has really performed quite exceptionally well during the last financial year, the employer has rewarded them with a 0% offer. So that doesn't make sense for us. We are also looking at um, increasing an additional additional medical brokers for our employees. As PSA, we've done a medical survey to determine exactly what the needs of our members with regards to the medical aid and, and how they would like to see this improved. And the conclusion came to say that an additional medical broker needs to be appointed. This is not something that SARS is even paying for. It comes out of, you know, employees the, the pays themselves out of uh, their contribution towards the medical aid. And as I've indicated, SARS was not even prepared to, to discuss this. As I just said, they have got a medical broker in place uh, that medical broker is appointed through a, a tender process and we must just you know let our proposed service provider apply through the tender process uh, we've we can highlight to them where they do not meet the needs of our members but yet there was no discussions with regards to to do that
1: okay. um, uh, yes. is there anything else you wanted to add stefan
0: Okay. I was just other simple things. Like, for example, we are trying to amend the recruitment policy to indicate to say that there must be all, all internal or all vacancies must first try to be filled through internal candidates mm-hmm. so that you always reward your staff as well for the work that they've done for you. Yes. Yet, when there's currently vacancies, SAS appoints people from, from outside. Mm-hmm. You, you can understand, this have got no monetary impact on SAS. It's just an amendment of your policy, yet SAS mm-hmm. was not prepared to engage on this. They just want to simply brush it aside to say... Mm-hmm must create a task team and discuss it in the task team. Now, from the union side, it's very difficult to do that because you don't know what the principle is that you're going to agree to in your collective agreement.